Hi there, my name is Susanna Rahmanen and you're listening to Building a Modern Employer Brand Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by our family business employee experience agency, Eminem. We were uh, appointed or selected as one of the top 10 uh, employer branding agencies in Europe for 2020. about content and content marketing in this podcast. Um, Content marketing is a fairly central part of modern employer branding as well. But I feel that content marketing is very underutilized in employer branding and by HR. And it's probably due to the fact that marketing communication has never really been a core discipline, you know, within HR and for HR people. But I still want to encourage the use of content marketing for HR practitioners because it really opens up a whole new opportunity to to reach our target audiences and and to influence their views and opinions about your business uh, uh, and and your company as a place of work. And content marketing can be used both for recruiting as well as for employer branding. But obviously the question is how? And in this episode of Building a Modern Employer Brand, I want to talk to you about how HR can take advantage of the company blog for marketing purposes. So even though the rise of video and, you know, photography as content, uh, at podcasts as well, has increased uh, very rapidly as the most popular types of content, I think blogging is still extremely relevant. You know, blog posts are indexed by Google. So if you have really great company blog, you know, you're, uh, it's very mu- much more likely that um you know, your website, your career site is search engine optimized as well. The search engines are not going to find stuff from your Instagram, for example. Uh, YouTube, they will, but uh, operating in um, on YouTube as a social media for, you know, recruitment marketing or employer branding reasons is uh, extremely tough these days because, you know, it's uh, you just creating really good videos it's very time-consuming and very expensive. And uh, none of those sort of recruitment videos that we are maybe used to creating, you know, at HR, they're just, you know, they're just a waste of money and time. Uh, so blocking is an, still an exceptional need for, for uh, also building employee awareness. And the same way like a dark and dodgy photo lacks impact or video without a point or poor quality is terrible to watch. A blog post that fails in that adding value department, you know, make a terrible content. But the same way that, uh, you know, a great video, great photo, also a blog post can be really, really, really good value for your sort of content production money. And people still read a lot of blog posts if they are written well and if they provide them instant value. So there's a huge difference between a personal blog and a commercial blog. So when we talk about a business blog, you know, they are commercial blogs, as are 
for example, influencer blogs. So when we write our personal blog, even if we wrote it online, it is still like a journal, like a diary. It's just a public diary. But what we do there, we express ourselves however we please. Oftentimes, you know, personal blogging has no agenda, no objectives. We don't expect anything from it, really. We write it for ourselves. If someone likes it, great. But all commercial blogging should always have an agenda, should always have a purpose, should always have objectives. And most company blockers should really, in my opinion, learn from influencer marketers because, you know, they have uh, really ramped up the way that blogs can be used as a device to achieve measurable marketing goals and sales goals as well. So when we do any type of content marketing for business purposes, which also obviously employer branding very much is, we should keep in mind that goal orientation. And if we want to influence anyone sort of outside our business, our blocking should always be concerned about how to add value to that reader. A great blog can add incredible marketing value for the company when we repeatedly and consistently educate our target audiences about, you know, about the domain that we operate in as a business, you know, we build our own, like the entire company brand. Uh, We help at the same time customers as we help, you know, potential job seekers. Uh, And the company blog should always be located at, you know, under the company domain. So, you know, inside your company website, if you like. Consistent blocking is the only way to drive regular traffic to your website, and that traffic is worth a million dollars to your company. And the more businesses your website has, the more uh, value your website will be able to generate uh, for your business because, you know, we have all these means of digital marketing these days. So, for example, Google is pretty outstanding in sending traffic to great websites, and, and your business will greatly benefit from that traffic and allow you to or your company to for example retarget and remarket those uh, you know previous website visitors but you can't achieve that if you don't have great content on your website and when most of the content on our website is always uh, sort of um, what I call stable content it doesn't really change that often you know every uh, three four years you know when we renew our website the block is really the only content that where there is like you know, renewable content. So if you don't have that kind of block, you know, why would a person ever come back to your website? There's nothing new. I already saw what there was. And if it didn't appeal to me, I have even less reasons to come back. So a great block is uh, is a really good re- device to, to getting people to, to return to your website. Obviously, we know that uh, job hosts, you know, if you actively hire and, you know, you publish a lot of job posts on your website or on your recruitment system, we all know that those are typically the, uh, you know, those pages that get the most uh, visitors on your website. But the challenge with the job posts are that if you're using a recruitment system, usually your job post is under that domain. So uh, even if it looks like that the recruitment system is part of your own website, technically it's not So Google sees it as a completely different uh, sort of domain and therefore the traffic, uh, job post related traffic can actually be of little help to you. 
So most HR people that I've met uh, throughout my 20, nearly 20 years of uh, HR career are not that excited about content marketing. And it took me a while to understand why, but then I realized that it's because that they thought that they have to create the content. So, you know, most HR people I know are not really content creators. Uh, so, of course, you know, it seems like a rather unwelcoming request that, hey, you have to become a content marketer now. You don't have to do any blocking yourself if you don't want to. If you do, you know, that's a great thing. But, but there are other ways to go about this. So if, you, if your company already has a great uh, regularly updating blog with sort of expertise content, then, you know, wow, you're sitting on the top of a gold mine. Use that. Uh, if the company lacks that added value content, HR can be part of initiating this new habit of producing specialist expertise content. But still, you don't have to necessarily be the one who creates it. So the benefit of content marketing is to draw in talent audiences that your company wants to get attention from. If you hire a lot of, uh, let's say, IT professionals, your blog should become a media for them to directly come to learn about, you know, the new trends in tech, tech news, how to use and explore latest, uh, you know, tech uh, stack, uh, case studies, fun demos, because tech people seem to love those. Uh, if you hire a lot of accountants, your blog should be a media where people working in accountancy come to learn more about how, for example, digitalization is changing their work, you know, about the trends and analysis of accountants in the world, how businesses are using technology in their financial departments, what kind of support businesses expect from accountants, and, you know, anything that can help accountants to build their professional acumen. And just, you know, change the role. And that same applies to nearly any profession. And as the world keeps changing, you know, professionals out there are looking for information, inspiration and, and you know, education uh, about the work that they do and how they can uh, uh, learn and, and, and improve uh, their own within their own profession. Last week, I talked about the talent magnet, and the week before that, I talk, talked about digital talents. And uh, in those two episodes, I mentioned that a digital talent is somebody who is consistently using their own time to, uh, you know, build their own market value as a professional by learning, by developing their skills, their professional understanding in, you know, in this changing digital world. So, you know, your blog could be like a perfect grounds for a uh, digital talent in your industry to want to come to your blog, to want to consume your uh, content. And that way, you know, even like a weekly, on a weekly basis, you could uh, remind yourself in, in, in front of this person that, listen, we are in this industry, we are really, you know, a modern company, we know a lot about this, we want to help you to develop. And then one day, if you, you know, are open for new work opportunities, why not check if we have something? That's why you're also listening to this podcast. You want to grow your own awareness about employer branding, become inspired to, uh, you know, to, to uh, develop your own professional skills. And uh, for a reason or another, you know, this is a platform that you can use for that. And uh, 
you know, oftentimes HR people think that HR content is only about, uh, you know, career-related talk. I am an entrepreneur myself. I am an employer. I have people working for me, but I have not. This is the 26th episode of this new podcast that I have. I have not in one of these episodes, nor the uh, show notes articles on the blog. I've never talked about my business. I've never said anything about you know, us as a workplace or what benefits we have or, you know, who we're hiring now or next or anything like that, because I don't use this podcast and that blog as a recruitment tool. I'm using this as a branding device. And uh, before I can expect uh, you to, uh, before I can expect to ask anything in return from you, I want to give you enough added value so that you trust me and you uh, become familiar with what myself and my company could provide for you either as a customer or either as a you know future talent for us so this is exactly what i mean you could use your company block and your company content like this in the same manner as said the most i think the most common misunderstanding is that employer branding content is about career related content uh, mostly it's not uh, recruitment marketing content is about career opportunities and your benefits and your open vacancies and you know what you're looking for in the person for this role and you know what are the uh, sort of uh, prospective uh, career development steps from this uh, role onwards and so on that kind of content is relevant when you are an active job seeker and you are exploring uh, your options in you know finding a new place of work but many companies today are even more interested in what we call the passive job seeker. And when we are on this passive mode, it means that we are currently quite satisfied where we are. So we're not seeking for new career opportunities. We're not looking for, you know, that fantastic opening that uh, requires us to send an application by next week. We're not uh, reading job posts or, or any kind of information about career opportunities in any company because it's not relevant to us at the moment. But instead, we are looking for information, looking for content that helps us understand more what we are like working on, for example, on a daily basis. The other day, I was talking with a customer who is uh, uh, currently solving a uh, a problem in employer branding department, obviously, since, you know, they're our customer. And uh, they were Google. They were asking me, like, can you please uh, point us to any content that helps me to understand more about such and such, uh, you know, this topic and how, how I can uh, resolve this issue. So I uh, pinpointed some of our content that uh, uh, would allow this person to sort of self-study and learn more about it and see if, uh, you know, that will help this person to resolve that issue. So that's the kind of uh, content that also your passive job seekers are looking for. And if they always come to your website, to your blog, when they, you know, look for this, uh, this, this inspiration or information about a specific topic, you know, within their profession. Over time, they will start to see like, well, every time I'm Googling, every time this company comes up as a search result, I'm actually starting to get pretty interested about this company now. What is this company? And if they always seem to have like such great information, they must know a lot about this. If I was working at that company, would this be the kind of information and 
that the, the, the kinds of topics that I could work for, I could work with. Hmm. That is how you use content for employer branding. You want to get your passive job seekers on your radar or yourself on their on their radar. I think that's the way you say it. So you need to give them what interests them right then. And that is the expertise content. So the best possible content for employer branding is expertise content. It's not job or career related content. And this content is not only valuable for you as an HR person, it's extremely valuable also for your sales. So by creating one piece of content from the expertise uh, angle, you could actually service both HR and sales. I think some of the most aspirational blogs are by the likes of Salesforce and HubSpot. Great examples. They're very active on that front. Their blogs are regularly updating power strings that, that benefit the sales, recruiting, and employer branding. Who's interested in expertise content? Of course, the people who need it for their own work. Oftentimes, I might Google something about marketing that I want to learn and I want to sort of... Um, evaluate if there's something in something some specific marketing related detail that I could apply to employer branding and I might end up on HubSpot blog and uh, obviously it's their people who write it so that gives me an impression that the people who work for HubSpot they really know heck of a lot about marketing so obviously as I keep coming back to their blog posts and their content you know over time I've understood that you know they're pretty good at this stuff and so I remember HubSpot name I know what they do I know what they sell if I wanted to buy a you know a CRM a marketing CRM I would know where to go and uh, obviously you know if I was uh, not an entrepreneur, if I was a marketing professional, you know, I, I might be interested in looking at AppSpot from that angle. Uh, obviously, people who need the expertise content for their own work are potential customers who are trying to figure out how to, you know, organize, for example, their marketing and sales data. They Google the topics, they end up on Salesforce blog or HubSpot blog and uh, start to go through their blog content to learn more about what they have to say, to get an idea. You wouldn't imagine how much people, you know, do this kind of research on their own before they make any, you know, sales decisions at all. Most people today are likely to Go through the website, learn, figure it out, try it out, test it out before they, you know, come up that, okay, I probably need some help for this. So if you want to be there, you should block or your company should block. The readers, these readers obviously, you know, are also employees. They're also talents in those companies that they are, you know, working and currently trying to figure out how to organize the marketing of that company. You know, one day they could be the person working for your business, trying to figure out how to organize the marketing of your company. So they are likely to change jobs at some point unless they are entrepreneurs. But if they're entrepreneurs, maybe they want to buy your services or your products from you. So as they learn about, for example, the software of uh, HubSpot and Salesforce and all the information that these two companies provide, uh, some of them, you know, are likely to become inspired by the ability to work more with topics like that. I find that with my company, 
for example, over the years, you know, I've built, I've used content marketing now for 10 years, like the entire time that I've been an entrepreneur, you know, regularly, consistently, every week, many times a week to build that awareness and to educate and inspire our audiences. And it's turned into, like a long time ago, it turned into this machine that provides us leads for, you know, sales and for recruitment as well. And it really works. But obviously, you have to have that consistency and you have to block about topics that are relevant to your audiences. So you don't want to, you know, your audience is not interested in your company news or, you know, whatever appointments you made internally or, you know, the, the kind of the kind of content that you would write a press release on. So your audience has absolutely zero interest in that kind of content. But they do have interest. For example, my audience has interest on employer branding, on recruitment marketing, and how to use social media for employer branding or social or, or recruitment, uh, how to you know develop their own skills as NHR practitioner, marketing practitioner. And this is the kind of content that I provide them with like you. An expertise block is a great device for HR to use without you having to actually participate in that content creation at all. It's just, uh, if that's not welcoming to you, then, you know, you don't have to do that. Just use the content that, you know, your blog already has. So, Let's assume that you have a regularly updating company blog with this kind of expertise content. How you can use it? At least the following ways. You could introduce your regular bloggers as employees of your company uh, on social media and have them pick up uh, like a couple of articles that they've written to recommend for those audiences that you want to obviously reach. You can also use marketing content in recruitment campaigns. Uh, for example, in our customer cases, we always have um, recruitment campaigns. So they might have they have the job post, obviously. Then we might have other content talking about the, you know, whatever the topic of that position is, or about the um, hiring manager in the in that uh, team, about the team, about the work culture. So we use different kind of content to support that actual job post so that the audience um, will have this that then we're talking about recruitment audience uh, that they will have more information like about and behind that actual uh, role that uh, is described in the job post so you can also build your own following of the talents that you mostly hire by sharing the uh, relevant content from your company blog so if you always share great marketing content marketing people are likely to follow you if you work in dark search, so like headhunting online, when you approach and introduce yourself to a stranger uh, that you want to connect with, you could share a fresh piece of relevant content for them to read. Let's say that, um, that there's a recent blog post written by one of your uh, software de developers uh, that is about some, some current trend or something, you could use that if you were trying to approach a software developer and just ask, like, I, you know, I, I thought you might be interested in this blog post and uh, do you want to connect with me and so on. 
Uh, also, if you use groups on social media, uh, share regularly relevant expertise content on expertise groups on LinkedIn or, for example, on Facebook. So people there will start to, uh, you know, link your name and your face and your company with the topics that you regularly post about. So you didn't have to write that content yourself. You could just, you know, repurpose it or you could just share that link with a few words of your own on that group. You don't need to say one word about recruiting if you make this a habit. People will be drawn towards inspirational content and become familiar with your name and your face and your business. Uh, And uh, it'll be so much easier for you to then approach them as a recruiter as well if you work in recruiting. So do you already use content for employer branding or recruitment marketing? Let's talk about that. I want to I wanna, uh, explore your experiences and, uh, you know, share your tips with others. Uh, and also, what tips or ideas would you like me to talk about in this podcast? If you have any wishes, uh, you can DM me, please. So the show notes article for this episode is at modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast 26. Please join me again next Wednesday for a whole new episode of Building a Modern Employer Brand. That's all for now. Moin moin.